0: Kia ora, this program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Wellington Access Radio, make your voice heard. ora and welcome to Speak Out. Speak Out. Inside Out's very own radio station, radio station, radio show, on Wellington Access Radio, 106.1 FM. I'm Rosie.
1: I'm Afi. Kia ora. Welcome to our show.
0: Yeah, we're going to be our host, your host for the fortnight. Um, and yeah, we've got a few things to chat about, which are coming up this week. Maybe. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we've got Dave Silence and uh, we'll also talk about a, a bit about queer news that's happening at the moment. Um, a little bit flustered as we're in the <laughs> studio today, but don't, don't mind us. We'll, um, we'll play you some beats. We'll let you know what's going on and, um, we even try to sell you some merch. Yeah. how's that sound?
0: We're going to plug some merch for you. Uh, it's very good, though, so you won't regret it. Um, but, yeah, I guess we could start off talking about Day of Silence, which, for those of you who don't know, uh, is happening on Friday.
1: Friday. This Friday yeah. is coming up. Um, so, basically, what Day of Silence is is a vow of silence that students and teachers and businesses and organizations all over the country, actually, mm. um, take a vow of silence to kind of show what kind of silence the LGBTI community go through every day. Mm. Um, right now we've got over 70 people registered for Dave Silence, which is amazing. Um, if yeah. you still want to register, it, you can. Um, just head on down to www.davesilence.org.nz. Yep. Cool. Head on down there and you can register and you can order some stickers. They probably won't arrive by Friday, mm. but you can get yourself some cool stickers.
0: Mm. Yeah, and also... Um, I think some organisations who get approached about it or schools, um, are under the assumption that they have to be silent for a whole day. Um, we want to clear up the fact that, um, that isn't actually the reality. You can, um, take like a minute of silence within your organisation or your school, or you can post <laughs> selfies as well.
1: Yeah, a selfie um, for silence. That's yeah, a cool one. Yeah. Um, you can, you know, uh, say basically what you're going to do to help the community. Um, mm. You can print out a little sign. It's like just an A4 bit of paper. and You can just, you know, write your name and what you're going to do to stop the silence.
0: Yeah, so what you're doing to break the silence, whether it's by living your life authentically or, you know, bravely kind of speaking out against injustice or bullying or, um, yeah, speaking out by um, sort of defending and supporting um, your mates who are LGBT or members of the rainbow community who... Um, most likely in their lives have experienced some form of, um, yeah, discrimination um, on account of them just being who they are. So it is an important issue, and um, yeah, every little bit helps you, whether you're just raising money um, and donating that um, to anti-bullying campaigns or, yeah, just bringing attention to it because, yeah, a lot of people have to sort of live in silence because of bullying that they experience, so... Yeah, if you've got the power to speak up about it then we urge you to.
1: Kia kaha, as yeah. one would say. Yeah. yeah, you couldn't see but I was nodding the whole time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um and Alfie, yeah, I know that there's t-shirts and stickers. Oh yes. As you said. Yes,
1: so uh yeah. you can order some stickers they're free. Mm. Get, get yourself some free Dave Science stickers you can stick them everywhere. Yeah. Um and we've also got uh, t-shirts for yeah. sale. You can go to our Facebook page to order those. We don't have the merch site up on the website yet, but that will be coming soon. Mm-hmm. But yeah, T-shirts are $25. They're pretty spunky.
0: Yeah, like and you know, like $25 is not free, but it's only a few coffees really when you think about it, and it's all going toward a really good cause.
1: And that's because the T-shirts were actually made ethically and locally in in Wellington. So there you go. Yeah,
0: you're paying support, for quality yeah, and, and Support and local morality. businesses. <laughs>
1: yeah, support your local businesses. Yeah. Support us. Love yeah. us, please.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we need all the love we can get We do And um, yeah, we're also preparing for the Night of Noise Which is um, going to be happening um, after the Day of Silence
1: Yes, um, it is happening at... After
0: yeah, so it's at, on the Friday think, night, is that right, or is it? Yeah, yeah,
1: quickly Google's what time it is.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's um, if it's for those of you who are in Wellington, I mean, you could put on your own event if you're not in Wellington.
1: Yeah, that's a good idea.
0: Um, but yeah, um, it's going to be it's held at six o'clock. Oh yeah, six o'clock on Friday, so not at, too not too late.
1: And it's in uh, level two of the Anvil building. That's mm. um 138 Wakefield Street. So if you're a young person and you want to come along and hang mm. out after a day of silence, or you just want to come and you know hang out with a bunch of cool people,
0: yeah, um, yeah, and listen to some cool music. And I know there's yeah. some um sort of well. Maybe not a DJ, live DJ set, but there'll be plenty of music. We're going to be making as much noise as we can, basically. Yeah.
1: So. Um, there's actually a Spotify <laughs> playlist as well. Mm. Um, that the young people have made. Well, mm. Jay started it, but then has, it's made a public playlist. So you can like add to it and if uh-huh,
0: you want. Cool. So if you've got any good ideas for some, um, yeah, queer anthems, then feel free to add, add to that playlist.
1: Yeah. Um, just message. Uh the inside out facebook page and we'll add your song to the list
0: mm. and, I, and come
1: along for some fun come along for some i think we're gonna have like a tattoo booth mm-hmm. um
0: photo booth oh yeah
1: sorry a tattoo mm. station yeah so you can put on some day science tattoos yeah. and a photo booth yeah and we're gonna mm. have some cool layers frames i was making them earlier today oh, cool. um what else are we gonna have
0: um the bit i'm most excited about is um we're gonna have Pinatas too. Oh yes, um, yes. Yeah, so we can, uh, literally, not just figuratively, smash homophobia, biphobia and transphobia. So, yeah. I mean, and that's better than <laughs> that really? Um, in after the form day of, of science. Yeah. yeah,
1: in the form of three different pinatas. One's called biphobia, <laughs> one's called transphobia and one's called homophobia, isn't yeah. it? I love that idea. That was one of the students of the QSA groups. Brilliant. Ha, yeah, yeah. Brilliant ideas, brilliant moments. Very
0: therapeutic. I'm, I'm imagining. Um so yeah, that'll be really cool, and yeah, there'll be drinks and nibbles and things um that's
1: my that's probably my favorite part, yeah, yeah, <laughs> the food <laughs>
0: yeah um I'm just gonna line up um a song for you guys um Ooh. yeah, so this song is um it's by a woman called Julia Lipa who um is an American, yeah. Soloist singer and artist and, um, she, I think this song came out last year or earlier this year. Um, it's relatively recent by my standards anyway. (laughs) And, um, she, yeah, she isn't, um, LGBT herself, but she's a really outspoken ally and, um, in quite a few of her videos, she's got, um, she's got, um, like imagery, like, the pride flag, and, um, yeah, she wants to sort of make sure that her LGBT um, friends are, um, yeah, made visible in the media. So um, she's just quite a good example of how to be, you know, a good um, queer ally. And, That's so cool. Yeah, I think it's, like, it's nice to sort of give those people their, you know, credit for, because, you know, even if it's not something that they experience directly, they can... Yeah, still bring attention to it, and it proves that. And yeah, so I'm just. And you find it. <laughs> yeah. I'm just find it out. Um, but yeah, she, you know, she's got heaps of queer artists as well who she knows, who she tries to give, um, you know, sort of she plugs them in her interviews and things, and talks about how much she likes working with a lot of them who happen to be queer. Um, but yeah, we'll play this one now. It's called New Rules. Cool. Cool, so yeah, that was a track by Dua Lipa called New Rules, and I'd recommend checking out a few of her videos, um, because yeah, it's got cool, um, lots of pride flags, and um, yeah, she's good at getting that message across about LGBT visibility, so yeah. Um,
1: You're listening to Speak
0: Out. Yeah, 106.1 FM, Wellington Access Radio. Um, we're going to have a little chat now about what's happening locally or in our own country. Um, so, uh, yeah, we're just looking at an article that was put out a couple of days ago um, regarding a Hamilton City councillor um, who, well, it's, yeah, who, Gary Mallett, sorry, who um, was accused of using homophobic slurs. Um, which is, you know, pretty upsetting that people still use them and defend them because he was, you know, called out about it and he um, sort of didn't actually apologise um, and sort of defended his use of them, saying that yeah, people who are gay use them, therefore, and because they weren't used with malice, that he sort of felt justified in using them, which is uh, problematic, to say the least.
1: Yeah, I don't think I like this guy, eh? He's... Um... Yeah. Even the picture is just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're just looking at the, um, stuff article right now. Um, yeah. and, you know, the rep- I, I know someone that emailed him and, you know, said, this isn't okay, but we can do some workshops for you. And the reply wasn't so nice. Um, mm. but we won't go into that. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but, um, yeah, he basically, um, the slurs came about when they were in a meeting and, um, being handed out pink. Um, slips of paper, which are meant to like denote a specific um, thing, which is that those that that information is like excluded from public knowledge. And he made the comment allegedly, "What's with the homo colour in our agenda?" So
1: yeah, because because, <laughs> because colours totally have, have agendas. Have sexual orientations, yeah. eh? So
0: that's a really yeah. um, fun and backward way of uh, yeah referring to yeah a colour, <laughs> um, but. I wonder what
1: other colours have agendas.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean.
1: We could mix them up.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like brown could be pansexual. <laughs> I don't know. Um,
1: Green could be, um, NB, like non-binary. Yeah,
0: yeah. But like I NB, mean,
1: but like NB.
0: Yeah, I mean, there are colours for, um, yeah, there are the flags. All aren't denominations of the queer community and the rainbow community, um, which is great, but not something that we want assigned to us by, um, yeah you know, presumably straight white dudes um on the city council, so Gary, how
1: could you yeah unfold?
0: so that's a bit um upsetting, but it's also I guess a positive that um uh people you know felt that it was unacceptable enough to um sort of have it brought into the public attention and make him defend himself um even though his defense was um well he defended it, so that's, <laughs> <quite good. laughs> that's his um, yeah. So, um, and then Alfie has found another piece of information which is sort of um Wellington, yeah related. It's kind of sad, isn't it? Yeah,
1: um, so there was a medical center in Newtown that um had transgender listed as a sexual orientation like on the on the sign up sheet, and it's been amended, but I mean, mm. if you're a medical professional, you mm. shouldn't really i mean, even if the reception made it up, they're still in this like medical space where you shouldn't be. You know, it's not like mm. they were saying, oh, how many, how many arms do you have? You mm. know, it's...
0: It's just like ridiculous that it gets to the level of it being a piece of paper that is put out to their health consumers. Um, and they haven't even consulted, like, obviously hadn't consulted a single LGBT person because anyone who is at all familiar with like, you know, that sort of 101 discourse would be able to correct that. So it's just like unfortunate that it kind of communicates to people that it is just put out there as like a token way to tick boxes, even if they're not doing it correctly. Yeah, so. totally.
1: And that worries me as well, because if someone was, you know, queer or, you know, mm. trans or whatever, they go into this medical center thinking that mm. it's, you know, queer friendly and safe. And then they go to a GP and they say, hi, I'm trans or hi, I'm gay mm. or, you know, whatever else. And then that GP would just be like, I don't know what that means. Mm. And But on the sign up sheet, it's sort of, asking you know for you to be open about these sort of things but if you are open is that gonna affect you and should you even be at that medical center at all mm. you no know, you know they're like oh we've got queer friendly ones maybe there should be the ones that are uneducated and just go oh no we're not queer friendly um but here are some ones that are
0: perhaps yeah.
1: uh, we haven't yeah. got the training yet we haven't got the resources to be mm. probably trained yet you can go to this place instead
0: yeah and i think like um provision of um, healthcare to yeah the LGBT community is um, leaves a lot to be desired in New Zealand still, and there are um, you know health professionals and MPs as well who are trying to um, yeah draw attention to that and to that huge gap that we have between um, the needs of um, especially trans um, health consumers in New Zealand and the actual care and um, services that are available to them um within an adequate time frame as well is the key point cuz waiting lists and things for oh, those essential dear. surgeries or not even surgeries but just the just consultations, just consultations like, yeah. exactly so <laughs> it um, takes so long yeah so the fact that that's not seen as like a necessary like essential um need and the entire dhbs can say we don't have any provision it's, you know we don't have any systems or even referral procedures for, um, those members of our community definitely needs to be, um, yeah, seen as something that is a failure rather than just like something we could vaguely work on. It's like, well, that is like, would you ever, do you have any other, you know, like sort of people who, yeah, require essential healthcare who you're just not providing for? Like it's, it's, yeah, it's pretty silly really. So, um, I actually
1: had to go. So I went to a GP and Mm. I said, I want surgery and I, you know, want X, Y, Z. Mm. And then she said, oh, no, honey, you don't want that. And I was like, what do you mean I don't want that? Like, I'm telling you what I want. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, I ended up going to a different GP and then like doing the things I was going to do anyway. And then I went back to that original GP and then I gave them the resources Mm. to then say, if someone asks you about dysphoria or... You know these specific things don't mm. say they can't do them but send them on to someone who does mm, exactly um, that
0: referral process needs to be yeah
1: and yeah um those doctors were just so ignorant that they didn't even realize what they were saying was wrong like they thought that telling mm. me that i shouldn't have surgery was the correct thing to do at the time mm. um, which is really sad and i don't know how many other people they've talked to you know mm. um
0: I'm sorry that it happened. It's just yeah. And it shouldn't, you know, in this day and age you'd think. Yeah, yeah it shouldn't. Um yeah.
1: which is there. Nah. But yeah. on the plus side, after <laughs> yeah. that bit of sad news, we've got yeah. a good bit of news which is the warehouse has introduced gender transition policy. So basically they're um allowing their um Employees to take a bit of time off and transition, and um, mm. their supports in for when they come out, and it's just all so good.
0: Yay, snaps for the warehouse. Woohoo! I like that. Yeah, they're leading by example. Well, hopefully people will follow their lead. <laughs> eh?
1: <laughs> well, they're quite big, you know. Yeah. In terms of how many people know about them, everyone, right? Yeah. So, I think it's started a good trend. Good job, warehouse. Yay! Are you gonna play another song? Um
0: Yeah, I'm just thinking. I want to play like um like a vintage queer Ooh. song. Um and I'm like trying to think of like vintage queer heroes that are dear to <laughs> my heart and it's... I think it's probably like a really close tie for me between Dusty Springfield and Eartha Kitt. Okay. Yeah. Um for those of you who aren't familiar with those names, which is fair enough because they were around in like the 50s and 60s, so yeah, reasonable to not know. <laughs> um they yeah, were both kind of like incredible, charismatic songstresses. Um, I believe Eartha Kitt, it's sort of um, an urban legend that she um, helped to get out there, was that she, um, yeah, had had a relationship with James Dean, um, who was also, um, yeah, very sort of, well, there's, there was a lot of sort of, yeah, talk about his um, sexual orientation and stuff. But... Um, yeah, she's, she's pretty cool. Um, and she spoke like several languages. She had a really fascinating life. Um, yeah, and sort of was like a vaudeville, like dancer, performer, singer, actress. She played Catwoman. What? Um, at a point. Yeah. <laughs> so she, yeah, she pulled off a like latex suit and cat oh, ears yeah. pretty well. And it suits her so much because her voice is very, you'll probably notice in the song, but, um, Yeah, she's got a sort of purring voice, like a very feline kind of, um, yeah, thing about her. So I'll play, um, I'll play this one called I Want to Be Evil because it's just like really cheeky and she just is really cheeky. And if you can, um, manage to get a look at the video for this, it's really cool as well. She's sort of like lazing around on some furs and, um, yeah, it's, it's great. She was, she was very cool. Um, so I'll play it now. See what you think.
3: I've posed for pictures with ivory soap I've petted stray dogs and shied clear of dope My smile is brilliant My glance is tender But I'm noted most For my unspoiled gender I've been made Miss Rheingold, though I never touch beer And I'm the person to whom they say You're sweet, my dear The only etchings I've seen have been behind glass And the closest I've been to a bar was at ballet class, prim, and proper. The girl who's never been cased. Well, I'm tired of being pure and not chaste. Like something that seeks its level. I want to go to the devil, I want to be evil. Wanna spit tacks. I want to spit tax I want to be rude And cheat at jacks I want to be wicked I want to tell lies I want to be mean And throw my pies I want to wake up In the morning With that dark brown taste I want to see some dissipation in my face I want to be evil I want to be mad But more than that I want to be bad I want to be evil And trump an ace Just to see My partner's face I want to be nasty, I want to be cruel I want to be daring, I want to shoot pool. And in the theater I want to change my seat Just so I can step on everybody's feet I want to be evil I want to sing songs Like the guy who cries I want to be horrid I want to drink booze And whatever I've got
0: Cool. So, yeah, that was Eartha Kitt with I Want to Be Evil. Um, yeah, obviously you can tell from that um, song that she liked to sort of challenge gender roles. Um, and it was probably a pretty racy song at the time. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, in the last few minutes, um, I just want to chat about um, a panel that happened at Wellington East Girls College uh, last night um, with... Um, a number of politicians, including Jan Logie from the Greens and Grant Robertson of Labour, um, and then a couple students or past students from Wellington East Girls um, and an awesome um, queer activist and organiser called Cassie Hartendorp, as well as Alia Winter, who um, actually volunteers for Inside Out. Um, and she was talking about, um, yeah, sort of being um, a trans woman in the art world, Um, and yeah, it was really, really cool and fascinating to see, um, everyone kind of interact and from, it was called like, um, queers in the community, different walks of life, so.
1: Was it recorded?
0: I'm not actually sure whether there was, yeah, an audio recording, Hmm. unfortunately, because yeah, that would have been nice to be able to revisit um, next and, time, next time. yes, yeah, we'll make sure we've got the technology ready so the people who don't have the chance can listen. But, um, yeah, it was, it was actually quite personal as well. Like, um, I was aware of Grant Robertson and Jan Logie being, um, queer themselves. Um, but them sort of talking about their own, um, background. And we obviously talked about, um, the amendment to, um, the 19, the, 1986, yeah, law reform. Um, you know, after which point it was actually legal to exist and be gay openly. Um, and before, how before that point, it was not in New Zealand. Um, and that kind of generational gap, and how it's difficult to imagine, you know, being gay or queer, um, not to mention trans, <laughs> probably in um, New Zealand before then would have been, yeah, just the sort of. Um, added pressures that come with not being recognised legally at all. So
1: Yeah. Well, we've got about 10 seconds left, so we're just going to quickly plug Access Radio again, which is 106.1 FM. This is Speak Speak Out Out. Radio with Rosie and Alfie. Yeah.
0: See you next time. Have a great two weeks. That program was brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Thanks, New Zealand On Air, for funding the Access Internet Radio Project.